Hashtag Residents First. Hello, welcome to the Chesterfield Update. I'm going to be your host, Ben Keithley, your current Ward 2 City Councilman here in Chesterfield. Now, this is a brand new project of mine. It's something my team and I have been kicking around for a while, something we've really wanted to do to provide some updates to all of you residents out there. Um, there's just not a lot of good news out there, a lot of good updates, and there's always a lot of questions because local issues just don't really seem to get covered really well. You have a few good sources out there beyond the Post-Dispatch STL Today, which has their corrupted view on several things, um, but West News Magazine and obviously John Hoffman's report at johnhoffman.com are always good sources. But I want to bring something directly to all of you. I want to provide an update that comes straight from me, straight from what we're doing at City Hall and keep you all informed as much as we can. And that's really the goal of what we're going to be doing here. Um, I'm hoping to update this as much as possible in the coming weeks as we go on. After meetings, I'd like to get a post up right away in the at, you know, going on in the future so you know everything that's going on after meetings. People don't always come. People are busy in the evenings with their family, um, with social events, with work still. And uh, the council meetings aren't always at convenient times. And if you're not there, there's not much written about it in the papers or nothing really reported on in the news media or in the radio. So you may not know what's going on. So this is what we're going to try to do. We're going to try and keep you informed and let you know everything that's going on at those meetings. And we'll spend a lot of time discussing the things that are most significant going on, the things that will affect you the most. Uh, so that's really the goal of what we're going to be doing, and the discussion here is always going to be Chesterfield-centric, but we're going to branch out to larger things that impact not only all of West County, but really the greater St. Louis region and our state as well. I don't know how much we get into national issues, uh, but that could certainly be a topic, but we'll see where this goes. You never know what comes up at the city and what's going to be important going forward. So we'll keep you posted on all this Chesterfield news, and I want to start out uh, I want to start out with, with what happened yesterday because we did have a council meeting yesterday and there were some key issues that came up and some of these are going to be really important issues going forward. Just the quick rundown of what we're talking about here. There are some smaller issues going on, some new bills coming in that I'd love to go through and we're going to explain here what the ramifications of some of these things are. But the two big takeaways from last night that I know a lot of questions are going to be out there about are one, Better Together's proposal and the coming um, Missouri Municipal League's counter-proposal that should be coming out shortly on that. I want to explain that whole process. A lot of questions on city-county merger and Better Together, so we're going to go through that. The other thing is this new apartment development that's going up at Wild Horse Creek Road and Chesterfield uh, Park. Well, down from Chesterfield Parkway, it's Wild Horse Creek Road and Old Chesterfield Road. It's called Aventura, and I'm going to give you some details on that as well because I know there will be a lot of questions as they break ground on that new project that was just approved at last night's city council meeting. So yesterday, January 23rd, we did have an executive session. I can't get into executive session stuff at this time, but as soon as that stuff is allowed to be made public, um, I'm happy to go through and discuss in detail what's going on at those things. Um, but I'd like to start out with just kind of the rundown of what we did at the council meeting last night. And I want to start this with something that's been going on for a while at committee meetings. And the first thing was uh, changes to our order of business at City Hall. Uh, if you've been to a city council meeting, you know that the agenda has this, this, this long with divided out sections 
and you can end up sitting there for a while just waiting for us to get to the project that you really care about. I don't think that's been good. I, that's, that, it, it disincentivizes residents to show up uh, to participate in the process. Uh, because if you're there for something that's at the end, you may not want to sit through and wait around for, for an hour or two hours of council time to, for us to get through the project that you care about. Um, so what we did last night, what the council voted to do last night, is that we're actually going to be removing the legislation item on the agenda. What's going to happen now is we're going to take that up right in right in the committee reports. So we've eliminated a whole item off the agenda. Now this is good, it's going to save time, it's efficient, and it allows us to kind of do things in a more organized manner. It doesn't make sense to have the committee chairs, you know, when I have something on public health and safety, I'm the chair of public health and safety, when I have something come up, I tell you about what's going to come up, and then some more meeting goes by, and then we, it comes up later and we have discussion and vote on it later in the meeting. There's really no reason we can't do it then and there when I bring it up the first time. I think that's just going to save time. It's going to make the meeting go a lot smoother, and it's going to be a lot more straightforward for people in the audience for when you're coming to council meetings and you want to see the discussion on one particular item. So that's that, that's the same thing. It's a small change, but I think it's going to have a good effect overall. Another small change that's not going to impact people too much here is changes in how we do vacancies. This was simply just something to bring us more in line with state statute and what goes on. It's very similar to how the process was already playing out, but if there's a vacancy on the council, the mayor appoints a new council member from the ward, and it's going to trigger a new election in that ward at the next April meeting, uh, or the next April election, rather. Uh, the the if there's a vacancy in the mayor and it's a permanent vacancy, then the next April election will also have an election for mayor. The present pro tem will still currently, the present pro tem will still step in to serve as the mayor, whether that's on a temporary or a permanent basis until a new mayor is elected. So just some small changes. Now, this next one I want to talk about, this one's a little closer to me as the chair of Public Health and Safety Committee. We have undergone the process for the e-courts uh, for electronic filing with our municipal court system. I think this is a big step forward. This is good for transparency. It's good for efficiency. We're in the 21st century. It's time to bring our court system online. Chesterfield has been slow to do it, and we're finally there that now. It's going to take some time to implement. I think we're still probably a month or two away from getting this thing implemented, but now the legislation is in place to allow us to do it. This stuff, this needed to be done a long time ago, and I'm glad it's finally here. It's easier for attorneys to file documents, to get their documents. It's good for notifying residents and notifying people in our court system of when court dates are. Hopefully this will improve attendance, not as many warrants for failure to show going out. Um, but people are going to know what's going on with the court system. They're going to know what's going on with their cases. They're going to be able to track other cases. Attorneys are going to be able to stay more involved in the process, and hopefully this will be good for everyone. I think this is just important for a 21st century court system. The judicial system should be online. We need to allow better communication between the courts, between attorneys, between defendants, and between the residents so everyone knows what's going on. Now, some other changes that go on with this law is we have implemented a, an, an increase in $7 into the the court costs that go in with all the fines. So if you're getting hit with a speeding ticket in Chesterfield, the court costs are now going up $7, and that's to pay for the system. That way, everything costs money. This way, it's great. Residents aren't going to have to bear the cost of that. The taxpayers aren't going to be paying for this. We're going to be taxing people who ultimately pay fines when 
those come up um, and that's how we're going to pay for this electronic system that's going on so i think this is a very positive move for the city i think this is something that was should have been a long time coming it's been in the works for a long time but that hopefully will be going live within the next month or two here so we can all look forward to that uh the e-filing system now the big one uh is this aventura development um just some background on the aventura development like i said a little bit earlier in uh in this cast this is going to be a project that is going to be built at the corner of Old Chesterfield Road and Wild Horse Creek Road. That area is just kind of a wooded lot with a single house on it right now that sits deep into the woods up on a hill. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the road names as much, this is the lot that's right across the street from the Chesterfield Mobile Home Park. Um, the, the apartments that are going to be going up there, it's a 176 uh, unit development. Um, and the rents are going to be kind of a more luxury style uh, probably tier for this apartment. You're looking at rents for one bedrooms or fifteen hundred and I think they have rents that are, are going up you know over a couple thousand dollars um, close to three thousand um, dollars. I don't know what the final amounts of those are but these are the kind of units we're looking at. They're going to be nice units um, and this was this was a this was a controversial vote. It was a contentious vote. It was a close vote. It ultimately passed five three. Now where we were in the proposal is this wasn't about zoning. This lot has already been zoned for apartment style complexes. We can't do anything about that. That has been done. Uh, this was simply an administrative tax task regarding the site development plan. The council's job in this is to come in and say, have these developers met the legal requirements for putting forward? And if they have, we are obligated to say yes in this, that, that this proposal needs to go forward. Now, I think the residents get a lot of things. I think there's always going to be concerns anytime an apartment development comes up. And I think those concerns are justified. I think apartments do tend to inherently change the nature of a community. And that's not ultimately what we want. I think I, I'm very happy with how Chesterfield is. And I think a lot of our residents are. And we don't want to fundamentally change anything about what Chesterfield is. Um, but And so we need to be careful with these complexes as they go in. But with Aventura specifically, here's what we were looking at. About a year ago, that lot wasn't zoned residential. That lot was zoned as urban core. Now, what does that mean? That means it didn't have to be an apartment development. The people who bought that lot could have put anything in their office buildings, gas station, commercial retail. They could have put in another concrete plant. There's a concrete plant just down the road from there. Uh, obviously, that's not something we want that close to residences. Um, it's And right next to the church, to the Ascension Church Parish, that's right there. To me, it was a major step forward that we had developers coming in who were willing to, to commit to putting residential development in there. The apartment complex may not be ideal, but if something's going up there, we want to make sure it stays residential. Now, when we rezone this thing into, uh, into, uh, into residential, we also made the developers take a lower density. So when they go from urban core, they also took they took it at what's called an R6 AA. That's a lower density residential development. Now I know it's it's 176 units. Had they stayed at urban core, they still could have built their apartments. There would have been 
a lot less limits and restrictions to how high they could have built, and there would have been no restrictions to how dense they could have built. They could have put in a 300, 400, 450, 500 unit, whatever they wanted to fit in there. They could have put that in there with the urban core designation. Obviously, 176 units compared to a 400 unit uh, complex on that lot is a major improvement. That is that is that is that is a major major win for the residents. I think it helps protect as much as we can protect the integrity of our community. Um, 176 units is a smaller development compared to what all has been proposed. The watermark apartments that are going in right across from Central City Park. Um, that's that one's over 300 units. The ones that aren't going in at Shuttler and at the mobile home park, those ones were humongous complexes that were proposed, 300 to 400 units that ultimately won't be getting built. So this 176 unit uh, is a much, much different, much more scaled back type of complex that we're looking at. This thing ultimately, the developers met what they met their burden. They met what they had to do with the site development plan and. And I think ultimately it's good, you know, the victories to take away from this are that we are going to be keeping that lot residential. We are going to be keeping that as a lower density type of apartment complex residential. And it's going to be a nice type of apartment. Um, I, the, the concerns that were raised uh, by, by, by the other council members, it was a 5-3 vote. Um, the three council members who voted against largely expressed concerns about preservation of green space and uh, traffic flow. And I, I, I share some of those concerns. I think I think that's something we're going to certainly have to watch going forward at that in that area of the city, how traffic flow is going to continue to go um, and preservation green space. Um, we do have a guarantee that the developers are going to have to preserve 30% um, of tree canopy and whatever they are under that, they're going to have to replant the trees to go. And I think that's an important provision. That's what our statutes require, and that's what it's going to be going forward. Um, so there is there is protection for the residents and for the city to make sure that these developments are done right. Um, so we'll see what happens with this. I'll keep I'll obviously keep everyone updated with anything new that comes up with this. But that proposal is a go going forward, and I think ultimately there was a lot of hard work that was done on this. That's that's going to benefit the city um, to make sure that we had a lower density apartment complex there, a lower density type of residential development. So that's what I had on Aventura. Um, now the big thing that needs to be <laughs> discussed, and this is going to be an ongoing topic for this cast, I'm sure, but this is the Better Together proposal, the city-county merger, the consolidation, whatever it really is. There's a lot of there are a lot of issues, and I and, and this probably won't be the cast where we really dive deep into. I think it's going to be an ongoing, long-term conversation through several of these casts. What Better Together looks like as they roll out more and more information, but. The thing that's relevant for what's going for what happened at last night's meeting is the thing that's important to know is what Better Together ultimately wants to do is they're not going to leave this issue up to, to you and me, to those of you who live here locally. They want this issue to be decided statewide. That means they want people who live anywhere from Branson to Kirksville to to Kansas City, to Independence, to Columbia, to Jeff City, Springfield, wherever it may be in Missouri, these are the people, it's going to be everyone who decides what happens to our municipalities locally. Now, I don't understand how it's possibly, how anyone could possibly think it's okay and, and, and a good idea to allow 
people who live hundreds of miles away to make decisions on what happens to a specific municipality. What happens to Chesterfield residents should be determined by Chesterfield residents. Local government needs to be, local government issues and local government decisions need to be made locally. They shouldn't be made statewide. And that's not what Better Together wants. Better Together wants this thing to be statewide so they can improve their chances of winning. Now, the other thing is that's unconstitutional. Article 6 of the Missouri Constitution lays out a specific process for how to go about making changes that would need to be made in order for a city-county merger or consolidation to happen. And they're not following that process. What they want to do is amend the Constitution so they can have their statewide vote and circumvent the will of, of the people who are ultimately going to be affected by this thing. Now, I have a huge problem with that, and regardless of what your views are, and if a merger is good, if a consolidation is good, and that, that there's a lot of nuances to this that I think are worth a, a very in-depth discussion on it, but regardless of what your views are on consolidation and the merging of the city and the county, what I think has to be said is I don't think it is that it is not a good idea to let to determine this issue statewide. It needs to be determined by the people who are ultimately going to be impacted by it. And that's what the discussion really needed to focus on last night. Before I was ever on the council, the city of Chesterfield has, I think, twice voted on resolutions um, to oppose uh, any effort for a city-county merger. Um, this really isn't the same thing as what happened last night. What happened last night was um, we are engaged with a group called the Missouri Municipal League. This is basically, uh, it's, 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 it's a communal group of municipalities, of cities within, of, of the region, of the state, um, and we're a part of that as the city of Chesterfield. Now, we have a meeting coming up that'll actually be uh, on January 24th today at the time of this recording, um, later this evening, where we are going to be meeting with, uh, with the directors of the uh, MML, the Missouri Municipal League, and other mayors and council members from other cities, and we're going to be taking the first steps towards making a, you know, to organizing uh, the proposal for for ultimately what our plan is to fight back against Better Together, to fight back against this idea that that people in other cities and other parts of the state on the far end of the state are going to be making decisions that tremendously impact local government here in the West County area and throughout the eastern and throughout the St. Louis metropolitan region. We. The, the idea here is that basically what we supported last night and what I voted um, in support of was that was that the MML is going to is that we should ask that we should ask that the process of that's prescribed in the Missouri Constitution be respected and be followed now ultimately what that will what that looks like is calling for a board of freeholders and what and what that means is we're going to have the Missouri Municipal League um, lobby and and formally propose changes um, that should be voted on locally um, and for the formation of a board of freeholders, electors, under the provisions of Article 6 of the Missouri Constitution. The, the leadership of the MML is going to support asking that the Constitution be followed and that if any decision is ultimately going to be made on the merger on, on a merger or consolidation, it needs to be decided 
by the people who live in the region, by the people who live in St. Louis County who are going to be impacted by those changes, not statewide. I think that is a good step. It's going to help protect Chesterfield residents. It's going to help protect West County residents. It's going to help protect all St. Louis County residents. And that's because St. Louis County residents need to decide how they're going to be governed. Um, so that, that, that is a positive thing. And we, we'll see how this goes forward. I'll, I'll provide an update on what the results are from the MML meeting tonight. But Chesterfield has provided their resolution what they would like to see MML do, at least in regard to, to what kind of process should be used going forward um, in determining what happens with Better Together. There's a if you have if you have anything you want me to address specifically or anything I've been unclear about I I welcome any comments um, interact with me on social media you can leave a review and ask me about what's going on um, and I will do my best to answer in the future episodes anything you guys come up with I don't know how many of you are even going to listen to this it's probably going to take some time um, and I have a very narrow audience catering towards local local news here in West County in the Chesterfield area. So if you have, but if you have anything, I'm more than happy to answer anything. Um, you can reach out to me. Uh, you can reach out to me on Facebook at facebook.com slash ward2chesterfield or on Twitter. At, and my Twitter handle is Ben Keith. That's B-E-N-K-E-A-T-H. And you can always find me at benkeithley.com. Um, other than that, that really ends what I wanted to go through in today's episode. It was a briefer meeting last night um, outside of the executive session stuff that we'll address at a later time. Um, but two very big issues, the Aventure apartment complex and ultimately whatever is going to come out of the MML meeting tonight. Um, so this will be an ongoing thing. But I, I'm excited about you know this opportunity to kind of connect with everyone directly and keep you all informed in a very direct way. Um, and we'll see where this cast goes, and and what kind of issues we get into. But I think this is going to be this is going to be a good opportunity to stay informed. So I encourage you subscribe, um, follow, uh, whatever you do to stay updated. Make sure you're getting notifications from us, um, and keep your eye on this channel because uh, we'll be we'll be going forward, and we're going to try and present you some good opportunities to to stay engaged with the community going forward. So, uh, so anyway, thanks for listening to this. Um, and looking forward to uh, to what you know to the many more hopefully casts that are coming in the future off of this. Thank you.